this hour, we have Aziza Hassan, founding director of New Ground. <coughs> Excuse me. New Ground is a Muslim-Jewish partnership for change. An experienced mediator is our guest and conflict resolution practitioner. She has co-facilitated multiple fellowship cohorts. Now, a, success, a success, successful, excuse me, choking here, uh, model of genuine engagement. New Ground has been featured on Public Radio Speaking of Faith with Krista Tippett, the United States Institute for Peace, our Arabic Radio and Television, the LA Times, the Jewish Journal, and In Focus. More than a pleasure to have with us Aziza Hassan. Aziza, good afternoon and welcome to the program. Good afternoon. Thank you for having me. Um, before we get to uh, talking about the American hostage, uh, Caleb Mueller, uh, I, I was struck by something that somebody sent me in an email today about one of the suburbs of uh, Paris uh, where there was an artist who painted coexist on a wall. We've seen those T-shirts, right, uh, where there is the Star of David, there's, you know, a cross, there's the crescent. And uh, I've, I've always liked that. I used to have a T-shirt like that, you know, got beat up over the years. But speaking of beat up, he was beat up by uh, four in the uh, Muslim community. We certainly have seen after the attacks at Charlie Hebdo offices in Paris, uh, attacks uh, on Muslims. Uh, I I think what you guys at Newground uh, are doing is awesome. And I think it's essential for any kind of peace in the Middle East and to stop the hatred, especially between these two groups. I mean, Muslims and Jews or, you know, Arabs and and, and Jews uh, going forward. Uh, So do you you have any comment on that? I mean, does that, do do you kind of feel like you guys make strides and and then you feel, you know, you hear about retaliation after Charlie Hebdo on Muslims, and then you hear about this artist who painted coexist and there's attack on him, uh, a Jewish man by Muslims, um, or or do you just say, hey, we've got a lot more work to do? Yeah, it's, definitely challenging especially when you feel so disheartened when you hear stories like that and that's why um, it makes the work all that much more important and for all of those disheartening stories there are so many more of curiosity of courage um, and people really standing up and even like the the uh, Muslim man in the Jewish uh, store that hid people in the back of the in the refrigerator to save their lives and when they asked him why did you do it it was like a no-brainer for him because it was just what a human should do right Um, because because bottom bottom line is human human but you know what we don't hear those stories do we aziza is that part of the problem that the media doesn't want to cover where there is tolerance where there is change where there is help between Muslims and Jews. And I say that because in 1996, I briefly lived in Israel. And in speaking to Israelis and Palestinians, especially the younger Palestinians and Israelis, they both wanted the same thing. They both wanted a two-state solution. Both wanted stopping building in the settlements. And they felt this was, they both wanted the killing to stop. And we have seen killing from both sides, especially in this past year. Uh, so, you know, do you think the media is part of the the problem that we're only fed, you know, Muslims bad, you know, Jews always victimized, Muslims always bad. ISIS, for example, majority of its victims are Muslim. Yeah, it's true. Exactly. Um, it, it's just simply not as sensational to cover the good as it is to cover the bad. Um, and I'm sure and I'm sure the media is also driven by what's going to sell. Um, and so. But I would say it's it's definitely a mixed basket. Um, there's for all the bad, you know, we're still out there. We're still trying to get stories told of Muslims and Jews that are cooperating together, and that's why we can 
constantly are still there, um, and we're just trying to make sure that we can we can get that story out there. Uh, let, let's talk about uh, the latest, just terrible news uh, that we have found out, obviously, this morning and a confirmation of yet another hostage that's been uh, taken, a uh, 26-year-old woman, uh, Kayla Mueller, um, that was taken by ISIS and that she was, uh, in fact, uh, killed so young and has done, uh, you know, so much. Um, do, do you feel that part of, uh, you know, I, I always feel that a lot of hatred is based on ignorance, and I, and I think that's what studies show. And... One of the ways that ignorance can be overcome is with knowledge. That's powerful. But also with uh, interaction. If uh, you don't know a Muslim and now you're working with somebody, you might say, oh, yeah, he's just like me. This is where we have uh, common interest. Or people helping each other, as Kayla did. So many people of a different culture, different religion, even you know, different race throughout different countries. Um, it, it, do, do you fear there'll be less of this with the more killing ISIS does of these aid workers and even journalists? You know, what's, what's interesting about ISIS um, is that they're so awful that they are uniting voices that weren't even speaking out as much before. Um, it is, uh, it's almost like they have rallied people. Um, and like there was recent news articles about um, so many clerics across the Muslim world, so many individuals of faith coming together to say this is absolutely atrocious. There is no justifying any of this, not in Islam, not in any religion. Um, and we are, we need to rally people around this. Yeah, let's talk about that, Aziza. Hang, that, hang on to that thought when we come back. We're going to talk about that. Some very harsh statements from King Abdullah of Jordan and the president of Egypt. We'll be back with Aziza Hassan. Founding director of New Ground, a Muslim-Jewish partnership. We're back on Leslie Marshall. Welcome, welcome back. Only True Democracy in Talk Radio of four and by you, the people. Aziza Hassan is founding director of New Ground, a Muslim-Jewish partnership for change. Aziza, before we talk more about Kay Mueller uh, and her, her death, uh, very un- unfortunate, uh, you're the founding director of New Ground. Why was, why was New Ground founded, and, and, and why did you and, and others uh, feel it necessary to have such an organization? Now, Newground was founded by a group of individuals. I'm one of many who saw that there was a clear need in the community, that whenever something would happen in the Middle East, relationships in Los Angeles would completely break down, and that we were unable as Muslims and Jews to move forward in a, in a city based on minorities and coalitions getting work done, not able to move forward. Um, because of the divisive tension between Muslims and Jews. And so um, based off of a lot of theory and, and relationship building and conflict resolution, we uh, put together new ground um, and on the belief that conflict is natural and inevitable but not intractable, no matter what the history, and that being stuck is a choice. And that's why we invest in relationships between Muslims and Jews so that they can transform their communities through lasting partnership. Uh, the the people out there that you know are Christians and that are so pro you know Jew and pro Israel and you know anti Muslim and you know I'm not talking about most Christians hopefully um, mm-hmm. I, I think they, they they don't they're just ignorant um, with regard to religions and I say that because Muslim and Muslims and Jews technically are half brothers if you go back historically to Abraham and his two children Isaac and Ishmael first of all that's you know they come from the same father. Uh, right. One, two, they have more in common 
Uh, they, they really do. I mean, both don't eat pork. Both do not believe Jesus is the son of God. Although Muslims believe Jesus is a prophet. You'd think Christians would like that more than Jews who say, yeah, nice guy, carpenter's son. Um, you know, no big whoop. Uh, and I'm, I'm wondering, based on your name, I'm assuming you're Muslim. And yeah. uh, I've mentioned before, my, my husband uh, doesn't practice Islam, but he grew up in a Muslim family. I'm half Jewish, half Christian, married into a Muslim family. How's that for craziness? Um, so so I, know, I know some of the faces that you might get in, in, in some of the uh, pushback. Do, do, do you find that or do you feel more and more people realize that this is not only necessary, but it's, it's much needed to have an organization and to have this type of move for tolerance and uh, more uh, conciliatory discussion and finding more that's common rather than different? Oh, absolutely. What's interesting is when we first started, there were so many skeptics, um, and yet we just persevered, and we, we just kept planning and continued. And through over the years, more and more people have now just been gravitating towards what we're doing because they see a clear need. Um, this last summer, when the tragedies that were happening in the Middle East, in Gaza and, and Israel, like there were um, so much tension, you could almost, uh, you would, cut it through in a room with a knife like um, people didn't want to be in the same rooms together it was just really difficult to be together and yet that was our largest convening of muslims and jews um, at an iftar at a temple um, yet because people recognize that even though the conversation is really hard to have um, it's essential to make sure that we are coming together Uh, most definitely um the uh, murder of Kayla Mueller, the American woman held captive by uh, by ISIS. When when these things happen, you had spoke before the break about mm-hmm. the reaction. You know, let's talk about some of the reaction. When you see smiling, really heartfelt embraces between Benjamin Netanyahu and King Abdullah of Jordan, for example. Mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. hear, you know, the president of Egypt calling out religious leaders in the Muslim world you know, to help do something about this. And when you see, you know, basically us against them, I think it's becoming an us against ISIS and that the lines of division and the lines of religious division, they're not gone. I'm not going to be an ignorant fool and say that. Uh, no. But I but I do think those lines are becoming blurred a bit more now. Do you? Yeah, I mean, I definitely see that they have, they're so horrific that they are uniting people who normally wouldn't necessarily uh, be able to smile at each other. I want to talk about that, uh, that, that, you know, unison. Um, I, I was wondering, because you are a woman, Aziza, yes. when you and you are Muslim, when you hear about the oppression of wo- women in the Arab world and that being emphasized so much, how, how does that make you feel? And I say that because, you know, I've seen things just on Facebook about, Look at the men mutilating or look at this woman stoned or look at, you know, the, uh, you know, women forced into sex. And I have to say, all you got to do is go to Google and find out that there are Christians in Africa that practice, uh, g- you know, female, uh, you know, uh, genital mutilation. Um, there are also uh, certainly uh, women that are sold into sexual slavery here in the United States and in other westernized nations uh, throughout the world. I-, I say that because there seems to be the perception that all Muslim women are oppressed, or at least in all of these Arab Muslim nations, and that the rest of us are blameless. And as a woman, I clearly know there are a lot of us oppressed, uh, not just in Muslim countries. What is your What is your take on that? You know, 
women's issues is something that's been near very close to my heart uh, for a very long time. It's something that um, I, I experienced uh, full rights in my household um, growing up. My dad couldn't, I mean, it was, went crazy with me and my women's rights activism when I was, uh, when I was young. Um, and at the same time, with all that support, uh, it's, it's, it's a problem. It's a serious problem. Um, and which is why I was, uh, I authored uh, a paper and some research with, along with some other women that focused on reexamining Sharia court rulings in contemporary times and how um, Islam has, is used by some to go against the rights of women. And that also being said, um, there was very recently a Time magazine article that talked about child brides um, and uh, in the research that I had done, there was definitely child brides, and it was a serious problem in uh, some Muslim countries. But what I was also true is that it's a problem in 50 countries across the, across the world, um, many of them which are not even Muslim. Um, and so this is very much a human problem, and the plight of women is something that we can, as women, unite around regardless uh, whether you're Muslim or Christian or anything else. Uh, I agree with that. Um, let's talk about this uh, young woman's uh, death. Uh, there are people out there, well, you know, I wanted to talk about something actually uh, first. I had talked about the French hostages that were released back in April. And I say this because they spoke to what ISIS captors were like to the, ho- the from the hostage eyes that had been released. And these men mm-hmm. that were released, a handful of men, we don't know the conditions of that, uh, never been released, but they said... There was no Quran, no religious talk, no no forced conversion. These guys had nothing to do with religion. They weren't religious. They never spoke about religion. It was completely political. Um, a, does that surprise you? And B, based on knowing that from at least hostages who had an inside glimpse at some of like jihad, you know, jihad Johnny and some of the others uh, with ISIS. Why do you think ISIS then uh, pretends, if you will, to? Uh, use a in, a perverted and hijacked uh, uh, version of Islam, uh, you know, as as the reason behind their murderous spree. Hmm. I mean, ultimately, what I see it coming down to, and I've heard a lot of commentators commentators say, is that it's really a matter of something that's been festering and brewing in a state of lawlessness. Um, and that for a lot of, like you said, it has no connection back to the Quran, and it's clear with all of their actions, um, they're, a lot of what they're doing is in complete violation of Islamic values and teachings, um, whether it's the, the burning of the pilot and completely maiming his body, um, burning him alive, like that's completely inhumane and against Muslim values. Um, and to answer your question, why, why the facade of, of being called the Muslim state I think that's the only thing that probably gives them legitimacy that they're trying to seek so badly, um, and yet now it's it's uniting other Muslims to say absolutely not. That's that's not Islam. And I I want to know, being that you are a Muslim, is it harder on you and other Muslims when ISIS and groups like this hijack the religion? Because it's almost like every time there's more tolerance, more understanding, and more acceptance, it seems to go back a few steps, you know what I mean? One step forward, two steps back, and then uh, attacks against Muslims, uh, more Islamophobia and anger toward the Muslim community arises worldwide. Yeah, no, it, it, it's tragic on so many different fronts. Um, 
absolutely. Like I breathe in a, a deep breath each time um, because I, I realize the, the gravity of which what we're facing because it's, it's also a matter of serious fear. Like we, we fear for our safety and um, like there's no matter what, like these, um, individuals that would call themselves ISIS would hesitate not a second to kill um, what someone they might call uh, a Muslim. Um, like you said yourself, uh, 80%, over 80% of the casualties are Muslims themselves. And, so and is this another area where the, is this another area where media has failed, failed? And I say that because, you know, I think, you know, Charlie Hebdo, you know, was t- it was terrible. But what some Americans get is, they're killing all the Jews again. They're going to, you know, uh, you know, wipe out Israel. They're going to come for the Jews everywhere, even though they're one of the smallest populations worldwide. And then in addition to that, that, um, you know, th- these people are all crazy. They support what these guys did at Charlie Hebdo uh, with regard to the prophet. You know, they don't want freedom. You know, look at the polls from like Pakistan one time many years ago where they asked some people up in the mountains, you know, uh, you know what you felt about this. I mean, the list goes on. I just, I just feel that the the media really misrepresents the religion, the people, and and often the facts, such as the facts that you're giving, which are the overwhelming majority of the vict- of victims by ISIS at the hands of ISIS, who are you know raping or selling into slavery or beating or killing, even beheading, which we're not hearing about, are Muslims in Syria and Iraq. Mm-hmm. No, exactly. I think you said it well. So, I mean, the truth is that. Muslims are suffering the most at the hands of these uh, just awful criminals. Um, and yet it's, it should be a cry and, and a rally for people to come together and not to, to just scapegoat Muslims. I, I, talking more about this, uh, you know, Arab world, Muslim world, speaking out in unison, uh, we have a Muslim cleric that lashed out uh, against ISIS. W- would you say that... If anything good can come out of something so horrific that the murder, the death, the burning alive of that Jordanian pilot by ISIS mm. has actually helped to unify uh, the Arab world and Muslims and to do something that many in the Western world have been feeling has been lacking, which is where is your outrage? Yeah, it's unfortunately really brought out that outrage um, and and. Yeah, brought people together and have, where you have leadership in Bosnia and across the Arab world saying that there is no but in condemning these crimes. It's, it's a matter of uh, really standing together and standing firm. Um, so if anything, it's, it's definitely united a lot of voices who weren't necessarily speaking out as strongly before, which is exactly, too, what, what Newgrounds does. It's getting those people who aren't necessarily um, speaking up to, to own their voice. Um, and to to be that change that we want to see in the world. What's odd is the prominent jihadi preacher insisted the militants have gone too far. I'm talking about Abu Muhammad al-Mahdesi, consider it uh, a spiritual mentor uh, for many times of al-Qaeda militants. He said that the killing of Lieutenant Muath uh, al-Qasabath is not acceptable in any religion, and that's when he was being interviewed by Jordan's Roya TV, um, you know, and he had been in detention for, for more than three months. I mean, it's very odd when a spiritual advisor to al-Qaeda is saying these people are going too far, that this is not acceptable in any religion. Shocking? You know, it's, it's, unfortunately, it's, 
it's one of those things that is it just shows how much they have deviated and how much they are um, an abomination um, and no, nowhere near what Islam preaches uh, or teaches. And so to have like a, a religious leader of Al-Qaeda saying that, um, it kind of shows you where ISIS is. And at the same time, um, I don't want to give too much limelight to Al-Qaeda either because they kill just as many um, yes. innocent people as sure. anybody else, as, as ISIS does. Uh, what do you, I mean, programs like yours, and I know they do have programs in Israel. They did at least in, in, in 96. They had camps where uh, children, and not camps like people think, uh, summer camps, um, where uh, Israeli children and Palestinian children went together. Um, is getting and teaching children while they're young tolerance and acceptance of people and religions who are different and that we can coexist and we have to uh, not just a goal of new ground, but really, I mean, really targeting those young minds. And one of the ways we do that, I mean, talk to us about ways we do that. Do we do it in the classroom? Do we do it, you know, in, through the media? And certainly there has to be parental involvement. Oh, absolutely. It's interesting. Like our the, the bulk of our program actually focuses on professionals, people from the ages of 20 to 50. And in one of the cohorts, uh, towards the beginning, there was a teacher uh, who was a teacher at a Jewish day school, and she saw that um, there were kids in her classroom that were saying things that were Islamophobic and not necessarily true. Um, and so she saw that need, um, and so she, as part of her project, because each person is required to do a project um, to kind of build, take this out to community, did a day school exchange with a Muslim day school. And that did involve, it involved parents, it involved administration, and now it's been going strong for five years. Um, but there's a lot of groundwork of involving parents and teachers and institutions now to the point that the institutions have taken it on as a pro- program for themselves, and it's being featured and media, um, and uh, the one thing that keeps coming over and over again that people observe is that they're amazed that these kids um, can bond so quickly and that they are acting and behaving as if they knew each other the day before and they're the best of friends. Aziza, I really appreciate you being on. I'm sure I'll have you on again. Aziza Hassan is founding director of Newground, a Muslim-Jewish partnership for change. On Twitter, follow them at MJNewGround. The website is MuslimJewishNewGround.org. Read it. Check it out. It's very interesting, and I, and I think it's necessary. And on Facebook, Facebook.com forward slash MJNewGround. We've got all the news right here. I'm going to stop you right there. I see you about to settle on a day-old donut for breakfast. Well, this is a chick intervention. Because McChicken Biscuits and Chicken McGriddles are now at McDonald's. So just hit that drive through and change your life. For breakfast, you got this. Wake up breakfast. Say good morning to McChicken for breakfast. Right now at your local McDonald's, you can mix and match two Chicken McGriddles or McChicken Biscuits for just $3. Price and participation may vary at participating McDonald's for a limited time.